you are traveling to another radio station. A station by the name of Classic Rock 107.9. A journey into a wondrous show whose boundaries are that of the imagination. The imagination of one man. That man's name is Jay Sharp. A man who many say resembles a Teletubby come to life. His show exists in the middle ground between average and good, between funny and not so funny, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the best of J-Sharp in the morning. Elky Summer. Who's that? You've never heard of Elkie Summer? No. When you say Elkie, I think of Belkie from Perfect Strangers. Really? You've never heard of Elkie Summer? Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> We're shooting a breeze, a creepy breeze, on the breeze with a Murphy, if you please. She's an actress from uh, the 60s, a German-born 60s sex kitten. Oh. If you will. Well, I do have that collection. She got men hot under the collar with her roles in The Oscar and A Shot in the Dark. Mm. Two classics you should obviously check out. Well, it's clearly marketed to men who want to be hot under the collar. <laughs> Those Which, Germans have always been known for their sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> that and their sausages. She couldn't warm up the apparition of a dead middle-aged man, however. She claims... She repeatedly saw a middle-aged man wandering through her Beverly Hills home. Eventually, the American Society for Psychical Research. Is that right? Psychical? It's weird. That's what it says here. But okay. I'll go with it. <laughs> declared her home officially haunted. What does that mean, though? What? Is that like having a historical society designation? Like you can't tear the house down? Does that condemn it? Does it increase or decrease property value? That's a good question. I don't know. Because see, for someone like you, you'd be like, a ghost? Millions. You'd pay more. No, I wouldn't. I'd, Why? I'm a coward when it comes to real life stuff. What's wrong with you? I don't want to live in a haunted house. <laughs> you don't? No. Would you live in a haunted house? Yeah. You would? For a little while. If you knew it was haunted going in. And say, I think we'd like to buy this house. And they went, okay, it's haunted. Would you go, oh, okay, I'm going to buy it. Well, it depends on who it's haunted by. Say it was... Say a murder took place there. Ooh, ah, uh, probably not. What? What's a good haunting then? I don't know, like <laughs> some kind. Of, what do they all have to be murders? That's a little more fun with the storytelling. Can't it be like an exorcism or something? Or just a merry prancing spirit. <laughs> was always yeah. a funny, gentle soul. Like someone that I could just like shop with, you know, like make some food with. That'd be fun. The next stop on our journey not only includes the lovely and vivacious Megan P. Murphy, but a jolly chap named John Eaton. John is a pleasant bloke whose claim to fame was once the fact that his breasts rivaled those of Dolly Parton's. John is also a morning man from Collingwood who happens to live in what he believes to be a haunted house. That is our next discussion on the best of Jay Sharp in the Morning on Extra 90.5. John Eaton, I want you to tell Megan P. Murphy your ghost story that happened. It's I can't stop thinking about it. 
this is the exact same story. I said, let's not talk about this outside of me telling you this one time. Is yeah, that the story? That's the one. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, but anyway, we, when Jay came to visit, he immediately identified within seconds, Megan. He goes, who died here? And I went, really? Like, how do you know that? Because uh, we've had some weird things, nothing really horrific, but just weird things happening at the house that cannot be explained. Mm-hmm. And little things like, you know, doors closing for no reason. Um mm-hmm. Uh, a picture will fall off the wall that's been up there for 10 years. That kind of stuff. Guitars yeah, yeah. will, a, a guitar string will strum <gasps> and there's nobody in the room. No. Yeah. So those kind of things. Well, this was the weirdest. You know, you know what it's like when you do a morning show. You, you got to plan everything the night before because it's too crazy at four in the morning yeah, to try and find all your clothes and stuff. So sure. I laid out all my clothes in, and I laid all out in the bathroom, hung up all my shirts and my, my sweater, my clothes are all laid out. Socks and underwear on the counter. Everywhere, everything goes in its place. And I'm, and I'm really kind of particular about it because I hate that freak out in the morning trying to find everything. So I made double sure before I went to bed. I can't even sleep at nights if, if this stuff isn't all put out. So I laid everything out. Nice, crisp, clean white shirt that my wife Julie brought up from downstairs. So she saw the shirt. I saw the shirt. Nice, clean white shirt. Hung it up. The next morning, my socks and underwear aren't where they're supposed to be. So I go back in my room. Now I have to try and search through the room with the lights off for not waking Julie. And as I'm stepping, I step on the socks and underwear that I laid out. It somehow is now on the floor of my bedroom. I take them. I go back in. I have my shower. I go to put on my shirt. And it appears that someone has grabbed the arm of the shirt with a dirty, wet hand. And it's now dried, wet, stained, and dirty. And I can't figure out for the life of me how that happened. Shut up. And I showed it to my wife. I said, were you in the bathroom at any point? No, no. She also reported something to you because you normally sleep with the door closed. Right. But she left it open because something in the middle of the night, she thought she heard footsteps coming down the hallway towards the bedrooms and stopping at the bathroom. And the dog who never goes crazy, usually sleeps through everything, was barking and, and kind of that weird bark where she came back in to try and get her to come back out. Is it scary? Is it a scary vibe or is it like? It doesn't feel scary. It just feels unsettling. I can sit there and do the math on everything. You know what? A, a, a guitar string could start to resonate by sympathetic, sympathetic vibrations. And maybe I didn't hear them and it just, it, there's a vibration that pulled it out. There's all those kind of things. But when it happens, when those kind of weird things happen so often, you start to go, okay, well, this is ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, is the vibe unsettling because you can't, your logic can't explain it? Fine. Yeah, I think I'm, the that's vibe what it would be. Bad? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm in fear. Like, I don't go, oh my gosh, there's a ghost. I better get out of here. Um, but at the same time, we don't talk about it openly in front of guests. Like Fight Club. We're shooting a breeze, a creepy breeze, on the breeze with a Murphy, if you please. Your house is haunted. This is the house I grew up in, and both of my folks have passed away. And my mom, since she passed away last year, the light in her bedroom next to her her bedside table lamp, if you talk to her, it'll flicker from time to time. And she responds to what you're saying. So I was telling Jay this. It doesn't happen all the time, and the light bulb isn't loose, and yada, yada, yada. I was telling him this, and then uh, we FaceTimed on the weekend, and then we went upstairs, and I shone you at the light and you said marianne and then it flickered it did i couldn't believe it 
And you've checked the bulb. You've made sure it's... And I sure checked it when you were there and yeah. showed you. And it's not a loose connection. It doesn't have a short in it. And it does not flicker all the time. You've said that no. it, uh, it does it intermittently. Usually when you're t- you reference your mom or... There's a situation where you think your mom would normally have been stressed or have worried. Have an opinion? <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. And that's not the only thing you've had happen. You've heard footsteps in the house recently or creaking floorboards. And I was thinking, you grew up in this house. You know the sounds of the house. You know what it sounds like when someone's moving around. So this is something yeah. very familiar to you. I grew up in a house. There were five of us. So it was always loud and always footsteps. And now it was me just by myself. And I constantly will hear footsteps. And it's not just like a creak. It's like moving steps along the hallway. And my sisters heard it too. And my aunt. We've all heard these things on separate occasions. That's fascinating. I know. I'm surprised though that you had this opportunity to talk to the other side. And you had nothing really profound to say. No, nothing. I mean, if we could go back and I could FaceTime again with my mom and she decided to give you another chance, what would you ask? Do these jeans make my bum look big? Oh, look at that light flickering. That's a definite yes. Your mom just told me to drop my pants. Oh, not again. (laughs) That's called an exorcism. No, wait, Marianne, come back. I didn't mean it. I can't believe it! You got rid of my mom! (laughs) Our journey through the esoteric wavelength of Jay Sharp's mind and those of his friends continues on Extra 90.5 with a friendly, perhaps helpful reminder that you can get the full course of his odd discourse on our sister station Classic Rock 107.9 weekday mornings from 6 to 10 should you find yourself in the unfortunate position of being awake at that time of the day. And now, a quirky quantity of comedy we call Jay's Joke of the Day. A horse walks into a bar. The bartender says, You're in here a lot. Are you an alcoholic? The horse ponders for a minute and then responds, (laughs) I don't think I am. And poof, he disappears. This is where philosophy students start to snicker, as they're familiar with Descartes' postulate, I think, therefore I am. But telling you that first would be putting Descartes before the horse. Allow yourself a moment to catch your breath, and the best of J-Sharp in the mornings on Extra 90.5 will continue after this. The second half of our Marathon of Mirth continues on a path not known for its drollery or comicality. In fact, one could argue that Jay and his compatriots seek not to induce pant-wedding laughter, but pant-wedding fear with their tales of ghosts and the unknown. Either way, the end result only serves to comfort Jay with the knowledge that he is not alone in sitting in soiled underpants. We're shooting a breeze, a creepy breeze, on the breeze with a mirth, if you please. While her dad, George W., was president, Jenna Bush swears she ran into one 
of the allegedly numerous White House ghosts. Her bedroom, you see, was graced with a fireplace, which Jenna claimed had a tendency to play 1920s era music. Coming out of the fireplace, she would hear echoey music from the 1920s. In fact, one night after hearing this music coming out of the fireplace, she ran into her sister's room. Her sister, of course, didn't believe her until the next night when she stayed in Jenna's room because she was so frightened. And she heard it too. Some say seeing is believing. Perhaps hearing is believing as well. <laughs> Roll out the barrel. We'll have a barrel of fun. <laughs> no? No, that was terrifying. The hairs on my lower back have never stood taller. Chairman's Corner, we're talking to the man we call the chairman. Chairman's Corner, we're talking to the man, Mike Melnick. I had a creepy thing happen. I thought of you guys, actually, when it happened last week. I was in the shower. That's creepy. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) And I was washing myself. Also creepy. Slowly. (laughs) Getting creepier. We have a garbage can in our upstairs bathroom that has one of those swinging lids. You know, it's a plastic deal. You push it in, you drop whatever inside, and then the lid swings back. Yes. Center place. But it doesn't move by itself. You have to push it in order to make it move. So I'm in the shower by myself. Door is closed. There's no one around. I was alone in the house, actually. Dog was somewhere else. And we have... um, for your imagination, Megan, we have a see-through uh, shower curtain. Hello. <laughs> and I just happened to glance around, you know, as I was turning around in the shower, and I saw the lid of the garbage can swing back to the center spot. What? That's weird. And I couldn't stop looking at it while I finished my shower. I thought, oh, no, it's probably just, you know, through the curtain. It's not totally clear. It's, it's kind of cloudy, I'm sure. Just the crease of the curtain made it look like it moved. So I tried to move my head a couple of times to see if it did it again, which it didn't. But I couldn't stop staring at that garbage can. It was odd. That's so weird. What was disturbing, though, was your faces popped into my mind immediately. <laughs> yes! While I was still showering. <laughs> I do have some great footage of you, though, in there. (laughs) Jay's garbage cam. You were in there pawing at your person for so long, I had to open a fresh cassette. (laughs) Pawing at your person. (laughs) Pawing at your person. (laughs) (laughs) Says that. Who does say that, right? The best of Jay Sharp in the morning continues on Extra 90.5. In this next segment, the host of the show is taking the reins and sharing, some might say oversharing, his own tale of the unknown. 
It's time to shoot the breeze. You call her Meg Murphy. I call her the girl with the distended, extremely hairy knuckles. We're shooting the breeze on the breeze with the Murphy, if you please. I have a ghost story for you, Meg Murphy. Okay, is this uh, a real ghost story? This is a real ghost story. When I was 14 years old, we moved into a house that was a renovated cottage in just outside of Lakefield. The uh, people that owned the place passed away. They were older folks. And uh, the last guy that lived there died. And out back of the house, there was a little workshop that had Robbie's rec room still on the door. So we move into this place. It's kind of creepy to me because I know that the old guy died. And here we are moving into his house. And uh, his name's still on the workshop door out back. I'm out there one afternoon. It's about two in the afternoon. Nice sunny fall day. And I'm rifling through boxes of stuff, uh, unpacking my stuff. And while I'm in there, I hear these work boots shuffling up the concrete pathway to the door. And I think it's my dad, because my dad had these work boots and it's shuffling up. It was this kind of shuffling sound of somebody that hadn't done up their boots, you know? Shut up. Shuffling up to the door. So I think I'm going to scare my dad. So I hide behind the door and I'm waiting behind the door and the footsteps get closer and closer and finally they get right up to the doorway and instead of coming into the workshop they just keep going like they're marching on the spot they don't go any further they don't stop they just keep shuffling shuffle 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 I'm hiding behind the door and I'm thinking I'm starting to feel foolish because I figure my dad saw me duck behind the door and instead of coming in and letting me scare him he's just walking on the spot out there making me feel foolish so I kind of give it all up and I lean my head around the door to say you got me and there was nobody there shut up and the hair stood up on the back of my neck and I totally was freaked right out and I went in the house and didn't say a word to anybody because I was too disturbed to even talk about it did the footsteps stop as soon as you looked around the corner at some point they must have but I don't know when (gasps) isn't that weird Yes! What's even... That's not just weird. That's like... Wow. Did you feel afraid when you heard them? No, I totally thought it was my dad coming. The really weird thing about it is... I found out later from my sister... It was right outside her bedroom window where I heard those footsteps. It was the back of the house. A couple of times... She would be at home on, uh, you know, during summer holidays in the middle of the afternoon, nice sunny day, and she would see a guy, an old man in coveralls, walk by her bedroom window taking the, that exact same path, and she would run out, run to the window and look, and there'd be nobody out there once he passed the window. <gasps> she Was got, he like an old man when he died? Yeah. Wow. Jay, that's awesomely creepy. True story, too. Stay the night at Hollywood's Roosevelt Hotel for a truly famous ghost encounter. People Magazine's Sexiest Woman of the Century from 1999, Marilyn Monroe, used to admire herself frequently in the mirror that now hangs in the halls of this prestigious hotel. Hundreds of tourists pass the full-length mirror each day without knowing its strange history, while others claim they've seen the famous sex icon's image reflected in the glass. Marilyn's ghost has also been spotted hovering near her tomb at Westwood Memorial Cemetery in California. What do you think of that, Megan P. Murphy? Would that be terrifying? I think I'd like to see the ghost of Marilyn Monroe. Does she look like Marilyn Monroe or does she look like a creepy new ghost that's been dead for a long time? Oh, I hadn't counted on that. Yeah, that's a good point. But still, it's Marilyn Monroe. So even if she was a haggard, 
rotting skeleton, I would just close my eyes and say to myself, this is what you wanted, Jane. <laughs> you asked for this. <laughs> it wouldn't be so bad if I looked in the mirror and I thought I looked like Marilyn Monroe. That would be all right. You do. Really? Yeah. With a mustache. Okay. And now, Fireside Chat with Savvy. Savvy, today is our special guest in our week-long edition of Telling Ghost Stories. I thought I'd get you to tell your ghost story that happened to you at a home in Coburg. I had a chess set. And I had all the pieces all faced a certain way, just the way I liked them on this shelf. And and it was beside it was beside the bed. So it would be like, you know, one of the last things I look at before I go lay down at night. And and I get up in the morning and the pieces have moved. I thought, why would somebody do that? Right. You know, I spent all this time arranging them just the way I like it. And of course everyone, the kids and, and my wife deny it. And and then it, it started happening more often. And it got to a point where Quinn, Quinn was, my wife Quinn was getting quite upset at me because I would, uh, I would constantly bring this up. And now she said, okay, look, get over it. It's not happening, <laughs> but it is happening. And then we, uh, so we had the, the cable guy come over. Um, we, we decided to get uh, some HD cables. So the cable guy comes over to do some insulation in the basement uh, in this house. And it was creepy unfinished basement yeah. it's just creepy full of spider webs and stuff just not a place you want to go so that the cable guys show him down to the basement said yep there's where the cable comes in right at the end the corner of the wall he goes in and i i head upstairs and he comes up a couple of minutes later he's like do you have do you have kids like a, a little baby no i i can hear like a baby crying down in the basement and he looked creeped right out that is free. <laughs> so the guy wouldn't go back down unless I went back down with him. Kid wow. you not, true story. So then I start telling him the story about the chess pieces. <laughs> and the two of us were freaked right out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, yeah, I don't know. I don't have an explanation for it. 